welcome to Next Network Podcast. In this episode, we'll talk about future of work and how it's impacting global businesses. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. Today we are going to discuss a very critical subject which will impact the global society in a big way the future of work and I have with me Vishal Kumar an author innovator and a mentor Vishal is a leading advocate for data-driven decision-making he's rated as top 100 data analytics global influencers to follow by leading research organizations he has published two books on the topics of analytics currently his work involves using artificial intelligence to prepare workforce of the future. Vishal has been a keynote speaker at various international conferences. He sits as an advisor to various analytics startups and loves spending time with his family and doing STEM projects. While working to create world's largest data analytics club, Vishal and his team stumbled upon world's first AI, artificial intelligence driven career coach, which has shown signs to lead the future of work. Very important, which has shown signs to lead the future of work. Uh, Vishal has a bachelor's in instrumentation and controls and has a master's in telecom systems management from Northeastern University. Welcome, Vishal. Thank you so much, Mahesh. Uh, thank you so much for the opportunity and looking forward to an interesting conversation around this topic that's very close to my heart. Fantastic. So Vishal, the world of work has uh, been impacted by technology and also it has globalized. And it is in a state of flux. It is getting polarized for labor market opportunities between high-end and low-end skill jobs. Migration and its, it, its effects on jobs has become also a sensitive political issue in many countries. From Buffalo to Beijing, public debates are raging about the future of work. What's going to happen? Whether there will be enough jobs to gainfully employ everyone. The development of automation enabled by technologies like artificial intelligence, machine intelligence, is definitely contributing towards productivity, efficiencies, safety, and convenience. It is also having impact on jobs, skills, wages, and the nature of work. Workers are increasingly choosing to offer their services on digital platforms like Upwork. They're challenging conventional ideas about how and where work is undertaken. And above all, there is a gap widening between the skills employers need from their workers and what the workers have. Uh, Vishal, as I mentioned in in, in, in last few seconds, the technology and globalization of business are altering the way work is being done. And you have been working on the subject of future of work. Tell me, how have you arrived where you are talking about the impact on future of work. 
that's uh that's an interesting story and th- thank you mahesh for uh, um giving out some light on this interesting topic so to give you a background i represent one of the largest data analytics community called analytics club and mm-hmm. since we have a lot of people in our in our club and they look up to us to find them the next interesting topic that they should be focusing on the next interesting technologies that these guys should be learning and we are always on a lookout so we at at some point in our uh, growing up we realized that we need to create a better mechanism to tell our folks hey this is hot and this is trendy and mm-hmm. let's go about it and then recruit some interesting experts and bring that to light so we start investigating in the solution that exists today in 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 the marketplace on how can you educate tomorrow's workforce today and then we realize by the way the tools that are out there today were from the past so we pretty much land in a very interesting soup where we said okay let us ourselves we are a bunch of nerds we can code we can understand data so why don't we just jump on this bandwagon and try to investigate how we can create a platform that we want to use and that is where when we realized and then we start stumbling upon one opportunity after other that how this landscape of work is going through a massive shift and how the current tools tools and 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 platform and knowledge is lagging uh, to understand and and appreciate businesses and bring them to this this new age of of work and collaborations so we said okay why we just jumped on it and we put bunch of folks uh we started investigating in that and so far uh, we even realized bunch of learning tool systems that we interacted they said hey we need you more than you need us so from there on we realized that let's create kind of a joint effort with lot of these industry experts and we surveyed professors we surveyed bunch of industry leaders platform uh, architects to figure out what are the opportunities so we pretty much start digging really deep into how we can create something yeah. for the future of work so that's that's that has been an amazing journey by the way what do you see the impact around us so i think that's a very interesting um interesting question so the work is rapidly changing uh, and the work landscape is rapidly changing to give you to paint paint kind some kind of picture so there's a survey from shrm this is one of the leading uh, research organization in in hr uh, landscape they published what are some of the headaches for current businesses when it comes to workers and and work and uh-huh. they realize one of the top headache or top sort of opportunity or is skill gap is in regards to how educational institutes are producing uh, or empowering the the upcoming workforce and how industries are appreciating that so there's a huge gap between what education institute produce and what industry could use and when you look at the very next item in that chart uh, it pretty much completes the picture so it says that the businesses are having hard time in coping up with the technological evolution right so what it's telling us is hey by the way people that you produce are not there yet and by the way i'll invest in mm-hmm. them but by the way how i'm investing in them 
probably won't get there, right? So my technology itself is very obsolete. So I don't have anything, you don't give me some things. So how can businesses produce this workforce for future when the environment and themselves are not equipped uh, to preparing them? And one of the, another interesting sort of um, uh, finding that probably will help us understand the current state of work is um, the decreasing loyalty in workers with companies. It used to be decades when I was, I was really young. And then um, it's 10 years, now seven, now five, and now with the millennials, it's three years. And when you, when you, when you see that mm-hmm. businesses typically take about an year to prep someone to actually start being productive uh, on, on, on the area that company wants them, this is nothing. This is literally nothing. So now businesses are not getting equipped. People are not getting trained outside. And then even the satisfaction. So two third of us are not happy with our job. So even the workers that we have are not happy there. So that paints. I think you bring of- in a good, very good point. Sorry for interruption, uh, Vishal. I just wanted to share uh, at this point that uh, they are calling uh, the overwhelmed employee because of just technology. And and I'll just throw some numbers into it. And uh, it says the average US worker now spend 25% of the day reading or answering emails. Right? And uh, the average mobile phone user checks their device 150 times a day. And wow. 60% check it each hour. And then uh, more than 80% of all companies rate their business highly complex or complex for employees. If 40% of the U.S. population believes it's impossible to succeed at work and have a balanced family life. Now, this is all coming as an impact of technology. Right. And fewer than 16% of companies have a program to simplify work or help employees deal with stress. And uh, the last one, the average U.S. worker works 47 hours, and 49% work 50 hours or more per week, with 20% at 60 plus hours per week. Right. So, uh, and this is, I think, uh, this came out of uh, the survey done by Deloitte on human human capital trends uh, it, uh, some time ago. So there's a lot of stress technology is putting in the employees. Right. I think you're, you're spot on, and and I think this this helps us, us understand where these businesses are, 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 what struggles these businesses are facing. And I think one of the, so there was a debacle with carrier um, um, uh, company a couple of months back where sort of it was about off- offshoring bunch of their folks and they said, we will we'll not offshore, we'll, we'll keep a plant here. And, uh, and our uh, previous president, Barack Obama, so he addresses the workforce saying that, and I think one of the things that I really like about that, uh, about what his, he was suggesting, so he said that, we should not wait for the jobs that have gone in the past and we should prepare our workforce for the jobs that are coming in because some of the jobs that were passed probably are not going to come back. So I think that's one of the very futuristic and very fascinating statement that he said. So he's, all he's suggesting was, hey, look at the future and then from there on mm-hmm. um, grow from, from that perspective. So we, and I think even there was a, another sort of study from McKinsey, our friends at McKinsey, and they said, what are some of the disruptive trends that businesses are facing now, automation of work is right on the top of, of those. So that's, again, one of the anxiety point um, for, for local businesses today of, of what we are seeing as, as, as change and, and kind of 
um, the area where we want to get to. And now if you if you sort of club all these things together, so what what we we see an interesting stat or an interesting observation. So we see that businesses are having hard time in finding people. Businesses are having hard time in empowering and educating people. And the people that businesses have, they are most of us are not satisfied with our with our current work because some of the some reason or the other. And I think you raised an interesting point that the perception of how I deliver and how you perceived my value, that there's a gap there, right? So if I'm checking my mobile phone 150 times in a day, how is that perceived as a value that I can deliver to my company today? So as companies expectation from me, expect that behavior and sort of deliver an outcome around it. So these are like a lot of interesting opportunity that um, that I would love to share and, 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 and we'll, we'll talk about. We'll, we'll, we shall, we'll take a small break now and uh, we'll resume our discussion after the break. Awesome. Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Yoshi. We have with us Vishal Kumar, an author, innovator, and mentor, uh, discussing the future of work. Uh, Vishal, we were talking about us, uh, of uh, what's happening around us uh, yes. with automation, artificial intelligence, and uh, machine intelligence. Uh, let's pick up from uh, where we start in our first section. So yes, yeah, so I think um, well, I was suggesting, I was pretty much painting a picture where we are seeing a lot of um, businesses struggling to understand how they can prepare their workforce for tomorrow. And I think one of the their challenging point was that the capabilities that these businesses have on educating is not there yet. And even um, uh, so people who are coming from, from academia, they're not trained. And uh, if you come to the, my organization, I might not be able to catch up uh, or bring you to up to speed because even I am, my systems are lagging too. And then even people who are actually in it, they are also struggling to cope up. And I think there's another interesting stat that um, um, I was suggesting that, um, or I was I was uh, quoting that the engagement from for people to in, in a business is shrinking from decades of working in the same company to now about three years or something. So and 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 decreasing. So that means that puts an interesting sort of uh, point of think around businesses of how they would perceive tomorrow's workforce. Because if the loyalty keeps on diminishing, so should businesses either empower and sort of empower their current workforce or should they treat them as Kleenex pretty much, right? So educate them and burn them out and get the, get the fresh batch and, and keep the, keep the, keep the um, delivery going. And there's also, there's also an emergence of gig economy, right? So we are actually talking about now tasks rather than jobs um, from that perspective. Right. So with emergence of that, that's another sort of putting more pressure on creating this 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 seismic shift and and what to expect from the work so local businesses are um, having some struggles and some difficulties in coping up uh, and i think we all as humanity and as uh, as working professionals need to revisit how we empower our workers and how we want what values we want to ex or extract from these workers and how we can empower so i think everything is at 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 um, should be at the table where we'll revisit this and 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 definitely it's an interesting space for for businesses around us to to take this thing seriously and I think I'll talk about what what are some of the trends uh, at, at later part of uh, in this conversation so 
uh, I think that's it's it's optimistic. It's a lot of X stuff happening, and we should go up. Perfect, perfect. Now, uh, Vishal, uh, there has been a lot of talk about globalization, and uh, it has been happening for quite a while. And uh, we actually did an episode just on the globalization, how the markets are moving. Now, what are your thoughts on the impact of globalization on the way work is being done? I think a beautiful question, Mahesh. I think this is another. So, considering the headache that we discussed pre uh, previously in a, in a previous section, now just add borders, scales, and trade to that, right? So the migrant goes just bigger for transnational companies. So I think one of the things that uh, that I, I uh, recall, so I was reading this book uh, about Steve Jobs' biography, and I think there was an instance where he was just, I think, got fired from Apple, and, and he went to, I think, Turkey. And he was sitting at a Turkish coffee bar, and he was drinking a coffee, and he was just seeing that, and he was thinking, oh boy, people are not who, who cannot come to this shop, they, they probably will miss uh, what beautiful thing Turkish top coffee is. And then right across the street, right. he was seeing Starbucks and every young guy is going to Starbucks. So then pretty much it, what it points out to is the concept of boundaries is not there in the current workforce. We people, we all log in when we wake up, we log into Facebook and instantly I'm connecting to the one world called Facebook. And from there on, I'm, I'm mm -hmm. engaging and it's, the boundaries is, is is diminishing for people but for 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 trade for legality the boundaries are getting stiffer and stiffer so now businesses need to cope up between these two sort of uh divide uh that is that is increasing with their, with with their time i remember when i was young i i used to crave for hollywood movies when i was in india and it took us, I think, about two to three weeks before any movie that released in Hollywood end up in 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 in, in Indian cinema, right? Mm -hmm. And now it's like everything is just released at the same time at the same point. So it's fascinating to see where how much we have we have traveled uh, over the years. I I used to read that uh, the the technology difference between West and 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 India is about twenty years when I was I was growing up. Now it's like it's it's flat. It's just the same. And I think this int another interesting study from Deloitte. I, I Deloitte. I, I think where I, I've read somewhere I've read somewhere that by twenty twenty, two third of us would have mm -hmm. access to broadband. So that means a guy or a gal in a village in Tuscany with a laptop would be able to contribute with same cognitive and, and intuitive capability as a go as, as a guy in Manhattan going to a neighbor, neighboring neighboring office so when you have that paradigm shift in what to expect from work it puts totally different dimensions of how businesses would would sort of understand what's going on and and how and what to do and i think another thing that i'm 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 seeing uh, and i'm quoting the, again the shrm uh, uh, sort of uh, stat that I was uh, or or, or uh, study that that I discussed in the previous section, the fourth or the fifth most headache uh, or, or sort of most painful point for businesses was the cultural barriers, right? So the cultural barrier still stands, right? So still, when we talk to talk about doing businesses in Europe versus doing business in Asia versus in North America, it's a totally different ball game. It's a totally different legal systems. So that's again that's adding to the complexity of how how businesses could cope up. And then when you when you even talk about 
sensors right so now let alone mm-hmm. people so if i'm using a gadget and I'm, when i'm traveling to a country in europe or 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 a country in asia if would should that sensor capture data in compliance with that country right so we are not even carving that conversation where it's we start getting into that murky line of the privacy and security and all and and, and everything right so now when you have these thinning boundaries when it comes to productivity how would you stay uh, or keep your workforce at the top of the game at the same point safeguard yourself from all the legality that are happening around you so that's why the future of work is again getting getting or or the current work situation it demands kind of a resketch um of how some businesses can appreciate that and i think if if you look at bunch of interesting companies like GE and IBM like if you look at company with more than 100 years of legacy right why they stayed um, and what is the secret ingredient that helped these businesses stay was their appreciation to the culture and their adaptability to the trend right so now if you understand these two um, these two metric how can you prepare your organization that appreciates and and admires your art that means your culture of doing business and at the same point making yourself agile enough or or appreciative of the fact that whatever trends are happening how you adapt those trends and the and the emerging workers because people have been have been uh, uh, adapting and 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 sort of uh, evolving forever now and every every after every mm-hmm. decade there's a seismic shift in what technology uh, we are we are playing around with and and if you look at every i think 15 years uh, fortune 50 companies drops out of the list so when you are and and that that even age is getting sh- smaller and smaller right so how businesses could cope up uh, to to stay relevant uh, in 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 this in this changed economy and then there's there's collaboration right so now with the emergence of internet and and gig economy mm-hmm how we can we can collaborate effectively so these are bunch of areas that transnational businesses needs to understand uh, to to un- to sort of design the organizations of future of how they can they can do that and then um it's i think it's it's interesting to see that um i was reading somewhere that people have lo- uh, lost more jobs to uh, technology than trade right so we always sort of so that's a good sign by the way so trade still preserve the idea of pe- keeping people employed by some way or the other so i think how can we as a business appreciate that and and i think one of the thing that i i was thinking about is when we were growing up we were growing up with technologies right around us but then when we grew up why are we competing with it right so now why so can 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 technology be our friend in this in this evolution and and i think uh, we'll we'll discuss uh, about that a bit later but it's interesting to see um, how businesses are shaping up in in their transnational format and 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 basically everyone every company needs to understand this 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 nature that the world is no more boundaries it's i think it's just one gigantic mission that the entire company is trying to preserve and protect and thereby delivering on it and i think that's where that's where i think one of the major value is yeah i think globalization has brought expertise also 
So you have access to global supply chain. Let's say, for example, and you can you can you can go anywhere in the world to pick up uh, the raw material for your product, which is produced with the best quality at the lowest cost in the most efficient manner. That's true. And the best example uh, I get reminded of in one of our programs, which we had, was uh, you know uh, in. Uh, I don't know when it was, but I think it has been quite a while. It would probably be a year ago or so. Uh, Christine Legard, the managing director of IMF, and she gave a speech at University of Maryland in February of I think 2016, and uh, uh, she she was actually talking about the role of emerging markets uh, in, in in the global uh, growth of business and trade. But she, if you look at what she said when she started, it tells a, a story which is amazing. So what she did was she picked up uh, the first 30 minutes of a student's life when he gets up in the morning. So it says like if you get up at 7 a.m. in the morning uh, with the alarm, like the alarm you put on your Chinese uh, smartphone, and now you're heading to the shower and uh, you send a WhatsApp message to your uh, TA. And uh, the WhatsApp was co-founded by the Ukrainian computer engineer. So you got, uh, you know, already a global play from two different countries. And a few minutes later, uh, your roommate has also woken up. And uh, there's a good chance uh, that he or she is FaceTiming with a relative in India. All right? And then uh, when you are leaving, uh, you have a, 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 a choice to make when you're going to, to, to the bathroom that uh, you'd make a choice between coffee. So you have a choice between a coffee from Kenya or Colombia. And now you switch on your Bluetooth speaker, uh, which probably is made in Malaysia. And suddenly you're, now you're listening to news and you find out that overall global stock markets have crashed. <laughs> and the uh, market has rattled because of the Chinese economic data. So now your, market, your, uh, your stock market is impacted by Chinese data. Now what has happened is, it has uh, impacted your mom's 401k savings plan. And now you're worrying about what happens to your spring break in Mexico. The funding wow. was coming from somewhere. And uh, as you uh, get out, now you're looking for a car. There's a good chance that uh, you're going, going as a student, you're going in a Korean car. And, uh, and you realize now that because of the low oil demand and the strong supply, uh, from emerging markets have also brought down the gas prices. So see how many things are impacting you. Right. Uh, and that's all in the first half an hour of uh, a student's life. We'll now take a short break and uh, we'll continue our discussion in this segment. Welcome back. You're listening to an interesting discussion in Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. We have with us Vishal Kumar author, innovator, and mentor discussing about the future of work in global business environment. Vishal, uh, before we took break, we were talking about uh, how the globalization is taking place. All right? And I just want to share uh, uh, some more data from one of our earlier episodes uh, uh, where it came up uh, that Denny Kua at London School of Economics, uh, he talked about the shifting center of gravity of economy. What's happening with the economy? So what he says that in 1980, the global economy center of gravity was somewhere mid-Atlantic. And then due to the continuing rise of China and rest of East Asia, by 
than eight, the center of gravity is shifted to the location east of Helsinki and Bucharest. And it is expected that by 2050, uh, with extrapolation, that it will literally be between China and India, mind you, in 2050. Wow. Basically, from 1980 to 2050, it would have moved around 9,300 kilometers, which is almost one and a half times the radius of the planet. It looks like there is a globalization of trade, but what is more important is there is also a technology-enabled globalization of trade. So to me, it looks like that the common denominator in the impact on global as well as local business is technology. What do you see as the role of technology in the way we conduct business or we conduct our work? I think that's a, a very good, very good question. So technology is, I think, and I briefly mentioned in one of the previous section that uh, against trade, technology is the biggest disruptor that is causing, um, whether we call it joblessness, whether we call it seismic shift in allocation of work. And um, I think uh, as, as, as I, was, I was discussing earlier, then when I was a kid, it used to take us two weeks to get a movie in India uh, with, that, that we can watch. Now it's 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 the same day primarily, and it's all advocated to, to the fact that we have technologies. Mm -hmm. And I think you talked about an interesting uh, perspective in the previous segment that in the first half hour of a student's life, he pretty much or or she um, get acquainted to pretty much technologies and 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 platforms that are created around the world. So it's a global landscape that is, that we have access to, and um, I think. And mind us, we are we are also right now in the midst of fourth industrial revolution. And for people who don't know what the fourth industrial revolution is, so uh, it's the time when machines are negotiating with machines to get better productive outcomes, or or we can say it is the time when machines are more closer uh, to human that that they have ever been. Uh, to help us, whether um, keeping us healthy, whether it's the Fitbit that we talk about, whether it's the Apple Watches, whether it's Siri, Cortana, like all these technologies are out there yeah. trying to get our, uh, like trying to be our assistant in many of these aspects. There has been a lot of uh, investigation and, and, and research in how many jobs could AI um, sort of uh, replace. Right. So I think in one of the study that I was uh, I was reading about, so they there they did a study in MIT that in New York it would take roughly three thousand coordinated cars to take care of the ninety eight percent traffic with less than a five minute of wait time. So that means a company like Uber or Lyft or any um, crowd collaborative uh, taxi service company could actually take care of the entire New York traffic with just 3000 cars and by the way today they are roughly 35 to to 43 or 48000 cars in new york depending on when you when you when you count it so now if we have 41000 less cars so we have 41000 less manufacturing we have 41000 less people buying stuff for and and we the entire landscape changes when we talk about uh, autonomous cars, when we talk about an autonomous truck, uh, that takes care of, again, the entire ecosystem that is built around traffic uh, truck drivers and, and what and what not. So technology is is creating this seismic impact. And I think that's why um, 
what I what I mentioned about about one of the statement from Obama that we have to prepare our works for, for future is extremely important because by the way people are still relevant so if if you if you google around why people are people better than computers or something you get about more than three and a half million hits so it's again so we are investigating in that topic we are that's still critical for us and by the way we bring art and intuitive and, and cognitive capability in workforce today so the current ai platforms they are not as intuitive or as whenever we you add human intuition it makes the model beautiful that's that's if if you look at top top mathematical models they have some or the other element of intuition uh, and and humans Ooh. are are inherently better at that because we for whatever reasons right so technology should be mixed with 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 what people are or, or what we humans can deliver and i think and one of the thing that i always reminded myself is like since start I, technology brought me up right so technology i was playing with video games i was playing with i was using calculators i was using these all of these things helped me become what i what what i am today but today i am being competing with these guys right so there is some inherent um, restructuring that needs to done needs to be done because at the end of the day there are jobs getting lost and jobs getting created so technology should be enabling us um in 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 this seismic shift and one of the example that i that i i, I think about is that um uh, something like cronuts right so it's croissant and donuts mixed together so that's what technology should do right so it should help us create the next use case that's out there so we could actually mm-hmm. use whatever is and and we innovate to to a third or fourth or fifth uh opportunities that we can work on and currently if you think about that it's a distant dream right so if you if if you think about in from the technology perspective if there is not the job that you are currently doing it will be very hard for for me to imagine getting into this next job that i'm i have not even yet heard uh, till, till 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 now so how can technology help me uh, translate my current work into one of the future opportunities i think that's one of the bigger opportunity that is up for mm-hmm. grab for for all the innovators out there today so yes technology solves big big problems but technology creates massive problems as well so it's it's for us the designers the architects and uh, the visionaries um to think about how we can harness the the better side of technologies and 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 pretty much empower everyone around it to sort of create these sustainable use cases or sustainable sort of models that further appreciate our existence right so i think that's that's one of the one of the most beautiful thing that eventually we will um, or we should start seeing pretty cool pretty pretty soon because otherwise if 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 every model that you predict that suggests that if technology disrupt jobs there is so it's not solving anything it's just making people jobless it's just making more people look out for work so but technology is always there to solve a purpose not to create a bigger bigger headache right so i think that's one of the one of the one of the areas where technology see will see a big disruptions and and talk let's talk about ai now right so i want a solution 
that helps me i want a solution that i want a solution that's empowering me so in if you look around which platform or which solution do you see which actually is custom carved for you right so as i said when you were a kid you had all you have calculators to help you do your math you have all these tools to help you get to the to, to the better of you but as we have more uh, technologies emerging as we have this rapidly changing world mm-hmm. which tool or technologies out there uh, is is uh, available to us to help us get there right so that is one of the bigger challenge as we are heading in this sort of next wave of 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 work where technology is lagging and and, and probably should solve should solve that problem for us okay so it seems like technology will have a major it already has at this point of time in enabling the globalization with the advent of internet itself it started and then um, there is a good chance that uh, with the ai and machine intelligence coming in definitely the productivity will go up no doubt about it and it's expected to go up the efficiencies should go up but that will impact the jobs so th- there'll be uh, less jobs for people uh, instead the artificial intelligence and machine intelligence will take care but you think the technology will push uh, for more jobs in a different space than the existing space that's what it seems like more prudent to me that yeah some of the repetitive jobs will go away some of those jobs which get directly impacted by ai and mi will go away but they will definitely create several other kind of jobs so i think you so, you, um, you have i think you have a very uh, you have raised a very good point that repeatable task right so we are great at um, we are great at non repeatable things so i think how can sort of technology push us to do those non repeatable thing that create these values that we can further use technologies to sort of fix it and we'll cover that in the, in the next segment as, as well a bit but but definitely you are actually hitting a very very critical point yeah let's do that and vishal uh, we have now time for a short break and we will continue uh, after the break Welcome back. You are listening to Global Business with Mahesh Joshi. We are having a very interesting discussion uh, with Vishal Kumar on future of work. Vishal, interesting discussion in the first three segments. And uh, I want to capture your thoughts on what do you see as the future of work in a globally connected world? I would say globally connected uh, through in a globally, I would say rather interconnected world through technology in a digital age. Right. I think that's that's a that's again a very good question, a very loaded one, by the way. So there are there are two worlds. I think I would definitely um, would like to pitch the the optimistic world that I want happen, and I'll probably not go mm-hmm. on the pessimist pessimistic world that that we all know where we're heading to. So I think, um, as we said, I think you, uh, uh, as we discussed, there's local businesses how they are how they, they are seeing the seismic shift of where work is happening. Um, they are seeing that uh, we are losing more jobs to technology than trade, and we we are seeing that um, that world is getting global. Uh, we we are seeing tools all around the world. People are collaborating better. We are seeing that the the internet availability is changing how people work we are seeing that 
there is a because of the turnaround from decade long working with the company to now three years and 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 shrinking businesses are at at, at a flux on sort of how they can um, they can help the futures workforce and then we uh, appreciate the idea of that we are at a fourth industrial revolution and and we are actually in an age where ai is right readily available and right around us and probably in our gadget or in our mobile phone and we are at a at a age where um i know like my my uh, five year old daughter she like the, the first time i showed her showed her the tv she was swa- swapping the tv she was expecting the channel to go and get the new <laughs> channel so like and when and and she was like two and a half or th- to three years old so she she's already there where we want to get to probably in her mind and technology is not coping fast enough so like there is a lot of interesting uh happening things all around us we are seeing that work is getting gigified now we used to have chef probably we'll have omeletpreneurs right so we'll have people who are except- exceptionally great at making omelets and not really a chef that takes care of the entire entire hotel menu mm-hmm. so now with all that being said right now businesses as businesses we need to appreciate that so basically ai could be a most beautiful thing that could happen to all of us right so right now i think if 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 you uh, and this is what we did when we were looking for our, our company's platform what what we can do so we said um, ai and work and all we were finding is how ai is taking away jobs how ai is taking away jobs but i think the other side of this equation is again one of the most beautiful thing ever as well so can ai help keep it because if ai knows where jobs are going right so one of the one of the and and we started investing in that particular area and saying hey why and and can really ai help keep it so one of the example that i i, I can quote that probably businesses could use this as well is so if ai say i give an example where sort of the truck driver jobs are going away because of autonomous vehicles and if you pretty much capture uh, a trend on say if you club all your fear workers together and you you pretty much monitor their skills or or, the, or their emerging sort of abilities and you figure out uh, that one of the guy in the network is pretty much doing something called traffic analytics or something and you instantly pop it up to all your drivers hey this is something called traffic analytics that's emerging would you want to go there so ai now can really help in securing people these next opportunities right the moment something opens up it can throw a lot of people at that problem pretty quickly right so are our tools and capabilities equipped to do that and that is the one of the biggest opportunity because we humans have been great at disrupting things we have been amazing at finding hacks we have been amazing in sort of finding cultural hacks we have been amazing in in sort of um, i give you one example that mit uh, i think darpa did a did a research in which they ask um, they ask people uh, they ask uh, on 40th anniversary they said we will launch 10 weather balloons or 10 red balloons in 10 location around the uh, around us who will come up with the fastest of these 10 locations wins uh, a $40,000 prize and the answer or how someone reached out to that problem was through financial engineering so they said if 10,000 uh, 10 balloon is for 40,000 one balloon is 4,000 and if if we see a spot if we pay spotter $2000 and the guy who reached to that spotter half of that and the guy who reached to that guy half of that and we just pay rest whatever is left as in a charity 
it took them 8 hours till the entire us was mobilized to find the location of those balloons and and they were able to trace all the 10 so now humans are great at that right in in connecting a financial engineering to a totally discrete problem right so that is something um we should be used or human should be used with from with, with using this this technology and then also um i hope and we wish the technology will become more cozy uh, to empower workers technology will become more comfortable around so it's 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 like i'm not running against it we are working with it so i i i think economist put up a, a cover page uh, a while back and i love that so it, in 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 that page there was a kid holding a robot's hand ho- holding an android's hand and with with a toy with with a with a sort of uh, a doll on the second hand and and robot on 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 the first hand so that's the future where we already have these capabilities out there and it's just a matter of using those um to empowering the workforce for future and then <clears throat> one of the one of the fascinating fascinating thing is so sure there there has been disruption um on on how work is being done there's a tremendous opportunity on 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 the future of workers because now what is next at work what is happening what what sort of we can we can bring to the table and and the there's one world that's very grim that talks about hey let's invest in more tech and less on people and there's another the perception that we still have people and they are better at something so maybe as a business it's my responsibility to extract the maximum value for every asset that's available around me right so now are we are, am i being appreciative of that fact and i think any business that that pretty much works around it and any business that pretty much takes and appreciates that phenomena would end up winning this this war uh, on talent or or war on work and and i think technology is out there right so it's thank god mm-hmm. the access to all these uh, platform and technologies is readily hands on available i don't have to spend i don't have to sell my kidney to get of the all all those equipments which used to be that ways so with all the accessibility and and all the availability of these capabilities am i visionary enough as a business to use this technology to empower my workers and and because by the way they are still relevant at something so can we can we use them at the best of the core and that is where the future of work and worker lies that businesses appreciating the culture make themselves making themselves adaptive for future and i think one of the one of the positive sides are there businesses who have actually survived um, more than 100 years and as we have playbooks we have playbooks that we can readily use and copy and understand and inspire from and then we have now technologies that probably will help us do these things better it just i think as a business we have to think at at this problem in a more, in, in in a very creative way to understand and see how we I can i think that's a, that's a, sorry yeah. i think you you bring in a very good point and uh, it has to be creative and adaptive i'll just share uh, some interesting facts about the future of work in oxford martin school conducted a study uh, in year 2013 and they estimated that 47% of jobs in the us could be susceptible to computerization over the next two decades now if you look at uh, the study done by mckinsey global institute 
they predict that by 2025, robots could jeopardize between 40 million to 75 million jobs worldwide. They can pick it up. So here is the jobs picked up by robots and, and then technology taking away. Look at the other end of it. Upwork. Upwork alone has more than 10 million freelancers registered from 180 countries. See, at one end, you're talking about jobs going away, taken away by robots and other. But look at it, how easy it is. Uh, it has been made by Upwork, which is a use of technology to create jobs for 10 million freelancers. They can do business through it. So um, uh, thank you so much, uh, Vishal. We are now nearing the uh, end of uh, our program. And uh, it is very fascinating for me. I, I really appreciate your feedback and, and insights into what's going to be the future of work, what's the impact of technology, what has happened with the, the globalization. And uh, I would like to put it uh, with, with a new uh, data which uh, I want to share with our listeners that technology will create new jobs and income possibilities. Uh, it is estimated that in in United States alone, in next in, in in a decade, there will be a shortfall of up to two hundred and fifty thousand mm. data scientists. Now, this could be a new word uh, as it's appearing, data scientists. That's whatever it is. These are two hundred and fifty thousand new jobs in a very new field. I wouldn't call it new, very new field, in a different field which is enabled by technology. So thank you, Vishal. And uh, any comment, uh, any closing comments from you are welcome at this stage. No, I think, uh, thank you, Mahesh, and, and looking forward to this amazing future. I think you rightly pointed out they are collaborative platforms, and I think we hope to see more of these uh, and and really help businesses get access to amazing talent because broad, as broadband is going uh, to the edge of the world, we have people from the edge of the world coming in and logging in. So I hope we as a business can, can, can start using that and, and, and sort of creating this fascinating world of uh, future of work for us. Perfect. And I think uh, uh, there is an important subject which needs to be brought up after this program, future of work. It should be, what's the future of workers? So um, uh, for our listeners, we'll be doing one program dedicated to future of workers. So you heard about what's going to happen to the work, what's the future of work. Uh, we will uh, uh, come back uh, with another episode on future of worker. Thank you, Vishal. It was great discussion. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, I thought I was sick of home, but actually I was homesick. Never really knew that I would have to grow up so quick. I'm so uncomfortable, don't know anybody here. Just a couple dudes that I met once, that's it. And I go into the booth feeling nervous. Got butterflies in my stomach like I'm so worthless. Is the mic on? I don't know how to work this. Inside I'm breaking down, I hope I'm not up on a certain